0: Hello, brothers and sisters. My name is Pastor Ed. Welcome to my podcast. Here, I want you to open your book to Second to John, the Epistle of John, Second John, chapter one, and just hold there for a minute. You know, there's been I was just laying here this evening thinking about uh, um, what the Lord has asked me to do this past weekend and and these last few days, and how the year has started off already, which I have claimed victory. Yes, I have. I have uh, uh, um, proclaimed that the Lord will um, uh, make this my season. I believe this is the season that I've been waiting for. I truthfully believe this. I feel it in my bones, and I know it more. You know why? Because he, the devil has pressed on even harder. And people ask me, "Hey, man, how come? How come you're going through all these things, man? Aren't you close to God?" Yeah, yeah, yes. I am. I believe in God. And this part here doesn't mean that we don't love Him. It doesn't mean that we're not uh, um, uh, doing what He asks us to do. But I have faced trials and tribulations for several years now. And for a few years, and I've asked that question before, but I'm not asking it today. For I've already been reminded by the Lord of the things that He's done for me. Reminding me through things, through dreams, daydreams, through His holy word, the absolute truth of God. Now, if you remain in this word and you stop, man, for a day, you know, stop for a few moments each day just to think about what God has shown you and how God has blessed you and, and you see all those things that you face the trials and tribulations the breaking down of the vehicles the uh, uh the lost paychecks or you know what I mean or the uh work that has no more hours to pay you so they let you go uh, suddenly out of the blue or or something happens other people that are not following the Lord they go through these trials They 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 suffer they get killed or or whatever it may be that's out there, because the enemy will will press hard when it's your season. And every time you get closer to God, you have to think about there must be something really special about you, something that God is going to use you for that's great and glorious. Because man, if that devil's on you so heavy and so hard, it's, there's gotta be a reason why he's pressing on you. He sees potential, he hears it in your words. he sees it in your, in your faith, the way you walk and speak to people and pray. Look at first John second John here where he says, you know uh, he's talking about walking Christ's commandments and, and one of those commandments was love, right He says, now verse four, I rejoice greatly that I have found some of your children walking in truth as we receive commandment from the Father. And he's talking to the elect lady, the elect lady and her children whom I love in truth. And not only I, but also all those who have known the truth, because of the truth which abides in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace will be with you from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. And he says, As we receive commandment from the Father okay and now i plead with you lady not as though i wrote a new commandment to you but that which we have heard from the beginning that we love one another and that's what christ preached right to love one another but he also spoke truth to a lot of those that did not believe and i've been asked man how come you come after um you come after or not come after but speak against believers so much are they not lost but then suddenly received the question Uh, answer to that question which was in the message that i gave that within those that call themselves christians they are non-believers they're just calling themselves christians to fit in calling themselves christians to to be able to walk amongst us and and feel that if they are just a little bit closer i can rub off and get catch some of that blessing for me right but here in verse 6 says this is love that we walk according to his commandments this is the commandment that as you have heard from the beginning you should walk in it. It should walk in and here. We know this and a lot of preachers preach love and love and not too many preach uh, fire and brimstones. They stay away from it, but some of us need that. Some of us need that that that, that hardcore that hit to reject the things that we have uh, allowed In our lives, the the transgressions that we've allowed in our lives, and we've allowed them with compassion and confidence. We were so truthful to the things of the world, feeding the flesh as we do. And here we have John on verse 7 talking to us about deceivers, to beware of those of the Antichrist. And when people hear the word, the name Antichrist, they're thinking, oh, it's the Antichrist. And in fact, it's the spirit of the Antichrist. And the spirit of Antichrist lands on many, 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 many people. Okay? On many people. And especially on those that have rejected Christ. Especially on those that do not want to believe in Christ. So therefore, we have wolves in sheep's clothing amongst us walking around so when you speak these truths into the crowd of those that say i am a child of god those that are not shaking their boots and you see them for who they really are because they come out they come out each and every time and it says here in verse 7 for many deceivers have gone out into the world who do not confess jesus christ as coming in the flesh this is a deceiver and an antichrist. Now read that again. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Not the antichrist, an antichrist. Like I said, it's a spirit that falls on many people. In verse 8, it says, Look to yourselves that we do not lose those things we worked for, but that we, we may receive a full reward. Those that believe, those that know, whoever transgresses, what is transgressing? To sin, intentionally sin. Transgressing to feed the flesh. Transgression to allow the things of the world to come over your mind. To turn against God. To set those things up and say, and continue playing with, with uh, repentance. Whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ. Transgressing, living in the darkness, not coming out, hiding in it. Keeping those lies. Accepting those things that happen around us. Whoever transgresses, whoever and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God. And here it is again, a whole separate part in Scripture, a whole second part in, in the Scriptures, away from the verses that I used when I gave my message. And here you have John, the one that Christ loved, that says, Whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God. God, So transgressing, living in the flesh, you have not accepted Jesus Christ into your heart. Therefore, you not you have not been baptized by the Holy Spirit, the message that I brought before. And if you're not baptized by the Holy Spirit, then you don't have God in you. You're not reborn. It says it here, he does not have God and who abides in the doctrine of Christ has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you, and before I continue that part there, I want you to understand what he means by if anyone. If anyone comes to you, what kind, what way would someone come to you? Not just walking up to you, but if anyone comes to you in any form or fashion, any way, by bringing it through a word, through kindness, even showing love. See, because love... Can be carried on the shoulder where everyone can see, but it could also be a deception. Uh, the, the heart can fool all men, which it does fool all men. If anyone comes to you, and uh, before I continue reading it, okay, and tries to deceive you, transgressing in their lives, bringing lies to you, trying to receive you from the things, deceive you from the things that you've already known. That God has already shown you this is what it really is. If you've allowed this person to come to you, woman or man, it says if anyone comes to you, be ready. You have to be ready. How can you turn away? I've asked God before. You know, I won't turn from this. And I'm like this because I've asked God. I've asked Christ to manifest Himself to me. And He did. Because the scripture said. If you do the things. He said Himself. If you do these things. And follow my commandments. I will manifest myself to you. And therefore He did this to me. He manifested Himself to me. And I changed my heart. My life forever. That at times I don't even recognize myself. Because I. I'm no longer that man I used to be, that person I used to be. Yeah, I got thoughts in my mind and I hate them. And it's a constant battle every day. But I will not give up because I have seen the truth. I will not give up. I will learn from God. So when people ask me, I tell them God taught me, He showed me the way. I didn't need to listen to man. So let's continue here in verse 10 when he says, John says, If anyone comes to you and does not bring this doctrine, do not receive him into your house nor greet him. And it could be a physical home. But I really want to believe that he's saying into your heart. Do not receive him into your mind. Do not receive him into your life. Do not receive him into your heart. Do not receive him into your car. Do not receive him into the way you plot and think and pray and do things for the Lord. Don't even greet him. For he who greets him shares in his evil deeds that you're accepting it. You would accept this very thing if you're courting a a woman and her father and mother or whoever it is or following doctrines that are not of God, that are based on religious uh, beliefs or lies or something that is not the absolute truth of God where God has showed you this truth. Stand firm to what God has shown you. Even if you stand alone and even if that woman you're courting walks away you have something called prayer power if there is true love there then that woman would never walk away if there's true love there that that man will not walk away from you not with this truth because Christ said he is the truth the way and the life no one comes to the father except through him and if we can't do that how can and not accepting Jesus Christ how do we get baptized with the holy spirit how do we come reborn again so therefore We end up being those Christians that are just saying we're Christians amongst those that are true believers in the crowd. And when you hear the truth, you get offended. When you hear the truth calling out to you, you, it grabs your attention to come forth and seek out the truth because what you know is the truth and the seed has been planted in you of the truth and all you need to do is to remember Because here, who said that you should go back? Remember what Apostle Paul said to the Galatians that they were foolish for doing what? Going back, going back to their old ways? (coughs) For he who greets him shares his evil deeds. Then you look back over to 1 John uh, uh, chapter (coughs) 5. 1 John chapter 5 verse 13, verse 18. He says, He's talking about knowing the truth and rejecting the false. And I read you be, these, these first two uh, sections of of Second John chapter 1 first. Because I wanted you to get this understanding. Look, this is so far away from what I preached of the other message. And here it is right here. And the whole new, two whole other books. A different disciple speaking the truth. And he says here, verse 18, We know that whoever is born of God does not sin. Look it, there it is again. There it is again. We know that whoever is born of God does not sin. And how are you born of God? Do you remember what I said? By accepting Jesus Christ. And you're baptized by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, you, being the Spirit, are reborn again, strengthened You receive the righteousness of God to continue moving forward. But then he who has been born of God keeps himself. And the wicked one does not touch him. So people ask me when you read this. People ask, oh, why are you going through so many things? Well, you know what? He's touched everything, like I said, around me. He can mess with all the materials, the cars, the TVs, the homes, the money, the jobs, whatever he wants. None of it, none of it I'm taking with me. None of it, none of it. None of it would make me fold and come against God. You see, standing firm. When God shows you something, man, he shows you the truth. You stand by that. This is where I try to preach to a lot of the brothers and sisters and let them know. Look, man, sometimes you have to see to believe, but you're not going to see if you don't ask. Huh? It just all of a sudden it's going to pop up in front of you. It's not. So therefore in verse 19 we know that we are of god and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one the sway of the wicked one if anyone and over on john second john verse 10 if anyone comes to you and does not bring this doctrine do not receive him into your life into your house nor greet him why because look back at John, First John, verse nineteen, chapter five. We know that we are of God, and the whole world, the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. You're being deceived, to be pulled away from the kingdom of Christ, and you've allowed it to happen. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know Him who is true, and we are in Him who is true, in His Son Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. And this is where we allow ourselves to see. Can Are we the ones? Or is it just people around us? Yeah. The enemy uses people around us to get to us. He can. But when your eyes are open spiritually, you, can, you discern it. You see what it is, what's coming at you, and you pray. You don't judge right away. You pray on it. You see quickly, oh, Lord, my God. See, but people want to make a big spectacle out of something. They want to say, well, let me pray on it. I'm going to go all the way home. When I get home or two hours from now or maybe eight hours from now, I'll sit down. Maybe I'll forget because, you know, it was eight hours ago that now all this time in between that I could have prayed within the first five minutes about it. You know, and could have received some kind of revelation within the next two minutes or maybe the next hour or two hours or even within the eight hours that you waited to come all the way home to pray about it that you probably forgot to do and sat down, you lay down to go to bed and then you remember, oh man, I didn't pray about Then you attempt to do it then and you're so tired and sleepy you really don't get that prayer out and that's if you remember it if you remember it stay close to the word of God Take time every day, man, to get in the Holy Word and just, just talk to Him. Think about what He has done for you in that day. Think about what, what, what's been happening around you. My wife reminds me all the time. She goes, you know what? God is good. No matter what we've been facing, we got to keep thinking about the good things. I'm like, you're right, honey. We all need reminders. We all need reminders. We all need reminders of what goodness God gives to us, what He does to us, what blessings we've received, you know? And those that question, let them question. For God will answer their questions. Don't speak evil to them. Let them speak all the evil they want to speak. Let them think what they want to think. All they need to do is get in the Word of God and follow Christ. Abide in the doctrines. Show that love. You know love? You know love? Well, then show that love. Understand. That your love for God is first and foremost before anything or anyone else in this world. People can't get that. They're like, oh, well, I'm a parent. I have to love my children. Yeah, God didn't say don't love your children. He said, love me first. Love me. Can you put me first? Did Abraham not put his son first? Or did he put God first? Which one did he do? He put God first. Did he not? When Abraham was told, bring your son up and sacrifice him. After waiting for so many years, put him up on the line. Let's see how far you're going to go, how much you really love me. Does God have to do that to all of us? So that we, to see how much we really love him? Or should we be able to just do that because we do love him? Because we do see the grace and the mercy, the peace in our lives. The truth and the love that he's poured into each and every one of us. And like I said, if you have not been manifested yet, God has not manifested himself to you, you need to ask him. You need to stop what you're doing, take some time to talk to him and ask him. Because just sometimes, sometimes seeing is believing. And this is the truth. And the truth will always set us free. And this I believe in the name of Jesus. Amen.